brings diehard sports fans together as one big family through tailgate and road trips. Now the guys from Green Legion are bringing the tailgate to the airwaves. Quimby, Hollis Tank Thomas, Michael Diaz, and Chris Sack always keep the party going, so crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports the Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. My name is Quimby. I am joined alongside an incredible panel of hosts. Right next to me, Hollis Tank. Thomas, what's up, brother? Uh, I would say chilling, but it's quite toasty here yes. in Costa Rica, sir. <laughs> yes, that is our our, our, our weekly rub-in for, uh, for the show. <laughs> Michael, shut up, Diaz. What's up, brother? Doing good, man. I got my first shot of, of the vaccine today. I asked it if I could be vaccinated from whatever you guys are going to bring home from Costa Rica next month. Uh, there is no, there's no trials going on for that. But otherwise, feeling damn good. All right, and Diaz has been muted again. Uh, <laughs> Already? Already. <laughs> What's up, Chris Sackmaster? How are you, sir? It is a balmy 45 degrees here in the uh, Philadelphia area and raining, and I'm waiting for a Diaz vaccine so we don't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> again, unfortunately, there's no tri- trials for that particular strain. Uh, Slash, what's up, brother? Back from your brewery tour. Brewery tour, yep. Yeah, glad to have you back on the show, brother. And, of course, Mrs. Sam Brady, who's not going to say much. She's just going to nod her head and say, hey. Well, no, I I just, you know, I'm vaccinated two weeks now. So, so far, nothing's fallen off. We're good. Excellent. Well, (laughs) let's get on with the show, shall we? We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a little March Madness. We've got a little March Movie Madness to get to as well. We uh, we got through our first bracket, our first round of 64. We're going to get through a round of 32 and our sweet 16 today to get caught up by next week. So everyone, let's uh, let's just uh, let's let's get this show started. Everybody, we are in week 8 of the I'd pipe Sean's girlfriend watch. <laughs> and now we we got to be clear, what Sean are we talking about here? There's a lot of Sean's out there in the in the listening audience, so Sean McVay. This is why Jared Goff got traded. Nobody wants to say it, but they gave up a whole lot to get rid of the guy that said he would pipe his head coach's girlfriend on a player message list. So, <laughs> yes, I mean, I mean he's yes. not lying. Yeah, and, <laughs> and yes, I would pipe Sean's girlfriend. I would still pipe Sean's girlfriend. Everybody, you guys, thank you for joining us once again, spending your weekend with us. Make sure you download, rate, review, and subscribe to Green Legion Radio on iTunes or Google Play by searching for Green Legion Radio. You can also just do the simplest thing which is download the iHeartRadio app, and you can search for Fox Sports The Gambler, and you can see and listen to all three of our shows, Green Legion Radio, Ice to Shorts Winter Sports with Sack and Diaz, and Get Tanked Happy Hour with Tank and Quimby. And, of course, now, because we are one week from tomorrow, baby, the March 28th premiere and first ever episode of Baseball Brunch brought to you by Green Legion and hosted by Mr. Greg Murphy and Mr. Chris Sack. And we're looking forward. That show will also be part of your iHeart Radio app and Fox Sports The Gambler uh, liking of the station. Is, this a, it's, is it a subscription? Is it just just click and join the Fox Sports The Gambler? <laughs> all right. That's all you need to know. Just look for it. Just look for it. Go to the app and get it. 
Everybody, Green Legion Radio is brought to you once again by Bud Light. Thank you to John DeRenzi and everybody over at Penn Distributors for helping us have this show. Stateside vodka and stateside bourbon, premium distilled vodka and bourbon right in Fishtown. MCS Construction Services, the largest residential con- uh, contractor in the Philadelphia area. The next sip. Apparently, I have not been saying that properly. Everybody thinks it's the next sip. No, the neck. Like what Tank's first job is when he gets back in studio with Diaz to choke him out. The <laughs> neck sip.com. That is hands-free drinking. Just wrap it around your neck. Use the straw. You never have to touch your drink again. All the Cavanaugh's restaurants, Cavanaugh's Riverdeck, Cavanaugh's Head House, Cavanaugh's Fritton House, our good friend Paul working the basement bar over there, Cavanaugh's University City at 39th and Sansom. Of course, all the beautiful ladies over at Delilah's, all going through med school, all need your help. So get over there and support as often as possible. And, of course, all the City Fitness Philadelphia locations, they are a major sponsor of ours right now. You should be hearing their ad campaign all over iHeart's family of radio stations in Philadelphia as of March 1st. Make sure you get over there. Get fit. Get healthy. Use our friends at City Fitness Philadelphia. And if you are not in Philadelphia, make sure you use our good friends in Voorhees Township at Echelon Health and Fitness across the bridge. House. Yep. What happened this week in sports history and what happened this week in Hollis history? Got a quick show for you guys today. Today is March the 20th. It's the 79th day of the year. There's 286 of these puppies remaining. We're going to start off with national holidays. Today is National Brock Beer Day. It's also National Corn Dog Day and Ravioli Day. And it's actually the first day of spring. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's the the 20th. It's the 87th day of summer down here. <laughs> and uh, I have one quick event. In March the 18th, 1970, the NFL officially named Wilson as their official uh, footballs and scoreboard people. Wait hey. a second. Keep going. And then we got a couple of quick birthdays here. Uh, 1963, Vanessa Williams. 1967, Andre Risen. 1970, uh, Queen Latifah, 1972, Dane Cook. Now, today's story was a, a, a quick one. Uh, it was it was based off what I was watching today. Uh, watching I was watching the Eagles uh, press conference with Howie and uh, the new the new head coach, and I heard <laughs> that's all I heard. I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything, and I was thinking back to when I was a player. And you was hoping that they would do something to kind of help you out, kind of boost you up to get you over the top. And they were, they're actually doing nothing. And it, and it pissed me off then. And it's pissing me off now because. Don't get to it. I'm not going to get to it. You're jumping. But, but this is my story. You're though. jumping. You messed with my story though. I'm, I'm, just, saying, I'm just saying it's, it was pissing me off then. It was pissing me off now because you, as a, as a player, you want them to go out and get you some of the tools that you need to, to compete the next year, compete for a championship at least. But uh, that, that's, that's my story before I get too deep into it and give away some of what's going on today. Well, excellent, man. I like that. (laughs) Short and sweet today. I can't find my Wilson clip. (laughs) I was looking for Castaway. I should should, have queued you up, my bad. Wilson. It just came up. I'm sorry, Wilson. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right, you guys. Anyway, good show about to, to, to take place. So as we're getting into it, getting into it quick, it's time for another segment of Kick-Ass or Jackass. And, of course, this one will be March Madness-focused. All right. Well, let's see. We're around the room right now, so I'm going to go Tank first slash Diaz Sackmaster. You guys ready? Right on. Let's rock. All right. Kick-Ass or Jackass. First tournament back after last year's cancellation for covid and you decide to start games at noon on Friday, 
as opposed to Thursday. Kick ass or jackass, Tank? Uh, jackass, man. Exactly. It's just jackass. I was looking. I was looking forward to some games today, and now I have to sit here and look at each, we have to look at each other. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Slash, what do you got? Say jackass, even though it gives you something to look forward to on a Monday. Going Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Eh, Got to look at the bright side, you know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's jackass because this is the uh, you know the historical weekend where most where, where guys most get snipped because they can sit at home Thursday and Friday. Just think of that poor guy that got snipped this uh, on Thursday morning, expecting to watch games all afternoon, and there's nothing on. So uh, jackass. Why 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 are you talking about sterility? concepts here man what's up no 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 it's uh it's like you need to bring a vasectomy and we all know you need to get one so you don't pollute the rest of the world <laughs> hey diaz diaz nation grows organically i i have very little to do with it except for what comes out of my mouth here but no vasectomies this is the biggest vasectomy weekend all year because you gotta sit on your back and lay on lay around for what two days three days so um so some guys probably had it scheduled this more uh, thursday morning for nine o'clock in the morning and then they come home and there's nothing to watch. I'm incredibly disturbed by this because my <laughs> wife keeps on trying to talk me into getting one. And I don't want to hear you talking about it, Diaz. So please shut up. Um, yes. as far as I'm trying to set my bracket challenge this morning and finalize everything. And my buddy asked me, he's like, when did the game start? And I see the, the first four. Nobody cares about the first four on a Thursday. That is complete jackass, man. You started on Thursday and you rock it to the wheels fall off until Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. That's all we need, baby. And this, this, this right here, jackass all day. Speaking of baby, come on, baby, kick ass or jackass tag, Dick Vital. Ah, uh, jackass, he's getting a little old. He's getting a little long in the tooth. <laughs> a little long in the tooth. Yeah. Slash. Jackass. It, it, the whole shtick is old. He's yeah. old. Yeah, jackass. It's it, it was fun when he would get excited in an exciting moment of the time. But, like, you know, it'll be a 12 five, well, not even that, let's say, 15-2 seed. And it's the first first half and 10 minutes in, and he's screaming like it's the end of the world now. Jackass. <laughs> Love you, Dick. Not anymore. Come What's on, baby! That? We got a PT peer. We got a PT peer out there with the diaper dandies. Ah, oh, man! Dick Vitale is is what college basketball is all about. He is kick ass, baby. Kick ass. I don't know. But Tech and I are over here going, why is Diaz saying get snipped and then love you, Dick Vitale? <laughs> no, he didn't even say Vitale. He just said love you, Dick. <laughs> uh, guys, I, I, I. I uh, after the first break, I have something to tell you guys. I just wanted to share with you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you drinking bourbon yet? <laughs> uh, yeah, because I got to deal with all you guys, but it, it'll still be a great show. Are you sure that's what you ta- what you want to tell us? Exactly. Oh God, uh, I was about to say jackass for Dick Vitale, but he did just do a commercial where he poured an entire Gatorade cooler all over himself. <laughs> not only did I not think could, he could lift that damn thing, but he actually did it pretty well. And I, I'm sorry, man. It was like the uh, 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 the challenge, the water bucket challenge uh, for autism that everybody used to do. And uh, I, I'm sorry. I thought that was kick-ass. So anyway, anyway I know where we're going with this one. Tank, Duke not making it to the tournament. Kick ass. Hell yes, yeah, about damn time. Kick ass. Kick ass. I feel like how uh, Duke is when whenever Coach K leaves, it's going to be like New England without Tom Brady. Just going to fade off into irrelevancy. Going to be great. Kick ass. 
Congratulations to Diaz for not saying anything stupid in that uh, 10 seconds that he just had. So that that right there is kick-ass. But I will say, I believe it's the first time since 1976 that Duke and Kentucky both missed the tournament at the same time. Fantastic kick-ass. John Calipari can kiss my ass. And thank you, Chris Sack, for also bringing up my next one, which we won't go through, which was also Kentucky not making the tournament. Can we all say it together? One, two, three. Three. (laughs) Love it. All right. Here we go. For all you March Madness maddening sons of bitches out there, entering multiple brackets in one tournament. And by that, I mean when the Green Legion, the Green Legion didn't even run a March Madness tournament this year because I get so tired of having to tell some of these people one bracket, one bracket. Some dudes putting in seven. Some people's putting. Some people are putting in four, five. I'm like, what are you doing? Just put one freaking bracket in there. Anyway, multiple brackets in a uh, a March Madness contest. I'm gonna go with Jackass. I don't know who the hell has that kind of time to fill up all those damn exactly. brackets. Exactly. You got. You got to get another hobby. Yeah, big time. <clears throat> well, uh, hate to say it, but I'm one of those people. I put in two uh-huh. in one of the leagues. <laughs> I always hated it, but, you know, I doubled up the money, so it's fair. Got to go kick ass. I don't know. I'm going kick ass. I don't even see what the problem is here. I usually have one that's real risky, one that's real chalky, and then maybe even one in the middle. Like, you're paying in. You want more prize money. It's like doing – yeah, doing well. Like, why does this bother you, Quimby, so much? Why why do you flee Costa Rica? Because people are putting in multiple brackets in one pool. It's more fun. I, I, I say kick ass, more fun. Because oh because the good news is you're fired. I just said one thing. What, what the hell is wrong with yesterday? He's actually um, he is a little ornery he's, today. He's a little moist like Duck in but the night today. Before we hear <laughs> before we hear Sack. Because the good news is you're fired. It, it might be that Moderna uh, vaccine I got in me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Moderna you- Moderna with bourbon cocktail that you've got going on right now. Uh, I'm going to say uh, jackass. I love doing one bracket every year. I haven't watched a single college basketball game this year, so I have no idea who the hell is good and who is not. Um, so I'm just going based off of names, and I'm not even changing anything. So kick ass for me, jackass for all you schmucks that want to do it multiple times. Diaz, thank you for my uh, for a segue into our next kick ass or jackass. Go and chalk on your bracket. Tank, what do you think? <laughs> Jackass. Jackass. For everybody out there that doesn't know what that is, it just means putting in all the, the higher seeds as winners and having your bracket wind up as all the number one seeds in the final four. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> Jackass by Tank. Slash, what do you got? Uh, I say kick-ass. Do as you please, and uh, you know, you're know you going to get knocked out early because they don't call it March Madness for nothing. Better chances for me to win. Hey, that's a good, uh, that's a good and, point. And, yeah, Okay, sorry, Diaz. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say kick ass for me, for, but jackass for whoever submitted that bracket. Exactly. So yeah. And real quick before uh, before Sack uh, weighs in on this one, I got a quick question for you, Diaz. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh Jesus, God! Is that the one that I almost died on one of the shows when you hit that? <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, man. Go in chalk. I feel like you have to go chalk in a couple of the regions. So you want to make sure that there's at least two number one seeds that make it into the final four. And then the rest you need to kind of pick like a four or five and maybe a six that, that sneak in there. So chalk on a couple regions, but jackass for those that just want to run chalk across the whole thing. 
and for Diaz, he can choke on a couple reasons as opposed to chalk. But hey, you know, let's just let's keep going down that path. We're all a little ornery today. Uh, finally, last kick ass or jackass for your special March Madness key K A or J A. Christian Leitner. <laughs> I'm going to go jackass. He's a complete and utter one. <laughs> jackass. Anything Duke sucks. Uh, jackass. Uh, everyone hates Christian Leitner. And he was on the dream team ahead of Shaq. That's a bunch of BS. Well, they had to take a couple college players with they them, took right? One. They took Christian okay. Leitner. They took Christian Leitner, and Shiskeski was on the was on the staff. But... I didn't like him in his 30 for 30, but you got to respect the man's game. Well, he went to three final fours, won two championships, national player of the year. Kick ass as a player, as a, as a dude, he's a jackass like Diaz. And he looks like a complete buffoon in that celebration. He could have done something. I don't know. I almost prefer a Fletcher Cox humping the court than that celebration that he had. Oh, you guys. Well, I hope you are already entertained because it looks like it's going to be an ornery show this evening every or this afternoon, everybody. Uh, all right. Well, let's just uh, let's talk about topics that we're going to get into this evening we're, when we when we when we come back from our first break, which is coming up here in just a, a couple minutes, we're going to go through our, our, our March movie madness bracket, and we're going to get down from uh, from thirty two to sixteen, and then at the top of the hour, we're going to get down from sixteen to eight, and it should be interesting. Slash, you didn't weigh in last week because you weren't here. Thanks, appreciate <laughs> producing the show when our producer isn't here. I appreciate you always giving me more responsibilities, you bastard. <laughs> um, excuse me. I did oh, an look. okay job. Look, she's talking into the microphone finally. Way to stand up for yourself there, Super Sam. Congrats. Thank All right. you. All right. Okay. And let's mute Sam. There we go. <laughs> uh, Sam, we do appreciate you producing the show for us last year. Thank you so much. We uh, we don't have any uh, any Green Legion trip updates, but we are going to talk a little bit about baseball brunch, and we're going to do that before we go to – uh, our first break here. We're also going to talk about Crossing Broads Eagles Media Madness, all right, and the bracket that uh, that we're holding lead on right now, which is uh, which is pretty interesting. We we were happy to finally make it in. We made it in as an 11 seed up against Ike Reese over at that other station, but we'll get into that in just uh, just a little bit. We're going to talk about NFL free agency. We're going to talk about how pissed off that tank is that we didn't that, that nobody did anything uh, in free agency or the Eagles haven't done anything. Uh, we're going to talk about what, who the Eagles released, talk about Zach Ertz, talk the Phillies, Sixers. We're going to talk Embiid's injury when we can expect him back. And, of course, we might have a little sack attack on the Flyers and uh, and a loss from the other night. But real quick, uh, before we go to break here uh, uh, and and come back and talk March movie madness, let's talk a little bit about baseball brunch and what we are going to do. All right, baseball brunch is going to be down at the stadiums. The first couple shows may be in studio. We're still figuring out our solutions down there. Xfinity Live is not going to be opening up until May, and that is going to be our home once they open up. Until then, we may look at live casino. We may look at Chickies and Pete's. Uh, the first pregame or preseason show will more than likely be in studio, and that's a week from tomorrow. So make sure you tune in because it's going to be great. You have two of the most knowledgeable people in Philadelphia baseball that are hosting this show, and they're also personalities. 
Greg Murphy is, is such an asset, and we are so happy to have him on board with Green Legion Radio right now. But that is also not to take anything away from Mr. Chris Sack, because Chris has been an absolute gem to have with us, and uh, and we appreciate you, Chris. We appreciate your knowledge of the game, and it's not just Billy's knowledge. You, we start talking about baseball, and you know everything about every team. And honestly, I get kind of annoyed. <laughs> I don't. I love. I love relying on Sack. Listen, he doesn't know a lot about football or basketball or hockey, but he know. Like you got to give him props. He knows. He knows Major League Baseball inside and out. You can say, like, listen, we need to find some sort of pinch runner that we can get at the trade deadline. Who is it? And, and Sack's got five guys he could just list off. Well, this guy and this guy, this guy might might be available. Um, certainly, you want to catch up on the league and and, and catch up on on the fills. Man, Sack's the, the guy to ask. In addition to that, we're going to have a little bit of a bonus for you guys. As you know, we usually only have a home opener tailgate, and the Phillies haven't released tickets for that. And the home opener tailgate for us will never be any other place than Xfinity Live as long as they would like to work with us, and we have an excellent relationship with them. So more than likely there will be no Phillies home opener tailgate with the Green Legion this year. However, that is not to say that we aren't going to make up for it through the rest of the season. And by that, I mean once a month for Baseball Brunch, starting in May after Xfinity Live reopens, and our boys, Murph and Sack, are broadcasting live from 11 to 12 on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. On the patio at eleven hundred social. Once a month, we are going to have our baseball brunch tailgate. Yes, baseball brunch tailgate, which is essentially a Green Legion tailgate focused around baseball, focused around a great Sunday. Bring your kids, bring your family, bring your friends, bring a bachelor party, bring a bachelorette party, bring your neighbor, whoever. A Green Legion brunch tailgate during baseball brunch for Phillies games and that will start that will start on May 23rd against the Red Sox the Sunday 105 nice. game against the Red Sox at home will be our first baseball brunch tailgate we're still working out some details with Xfinity Live uh, again covid you have to understand there could be a curveball I'll use a nice baseball reference there could be a curveball thrown here good job there as, as of right now, that is our target and what we plan on doing. And unless there is a massive curveball, that will take place. And it will be followed up immediately a month later in June with our Baseball Brunch Sunday 105 p.m. tailgate against the Yankees. Mm. So we've got Red Sox versus Yankees. Caesar, shut up. <laughs> good friend Caesar uh, uh, Caesar Milan, my good friend from Virginia, uh, who is down right now. He uh, uh, he is a huge Red Sox fan, and he's just happy as hell about uh, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, baseball brunch. It'll be a four-hour brunch tailgate. We will start that puppy at. 9 o'clock in the morning and go all the way up until game time. You walk out, you walk right into the stadium. Four hours of the best brunch, Bud Light, mimosas, stateside vodka drinks, everything that you guys 
have come to love from a Green Legion tailgate will take place once a month with Baseball Brunch while you guys get to listen to Murph and Sack on air live on Fox Sports The Gambler for one hour from 11 to 12. So we're excited as hell about that. And I know Sack is excited. Diaz, well, we don't really care what Diaz has to say anymore. But Sack, anything you want to weigh in before we take our first break and come back and talk and start talking about March Movie Madness? No, nah, man, I'm excited. I, I've been texting with Murph and Slash the last week. Uh, we have a couple segments already planned out. I've, I've gotten with Slash on what I'm expecting out of an intro song coming in. Uh, we're working on working on that, getting through the kinks and everything. And I, t- I told Diaz this the other night, man. I want this to be the best baseball podcast in the city of Philadelphia, the best show. I want everyone to have to come to me and Murph for all of your expectations with baseball needs, Phillies and otherwise, across the league. So make sure you guys tune in every Sunday through baseball season, 11 to noon. It's going to be a blast. And make sure you guys follow Sack on social media by going to. Well, this Sack. <laughs> this, is, this is when you talk, Sack. I thought you had me. Sack Attack 112 on Twitter. You can also follow me at Sack Attack 1112 on Instagram and Chris Sack on Facebook. You can follow me on all three counts. Uh, friend request me, uh, start following me, whatever you want to do. Uh, be happy to have you guys as a friend and, uh, and, and you know, your, your listenership this season. I'm glad you're looking for friends. I just hope they're not the same friends that Diaz is looking for. Everybody, Fox <laughs> the Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. Back right after this. FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. It is time. It is time to thin the herd, everybody. If you were not with us last week, we started our favorite March movie madness, and we're going to continue that right now. We have a field now of 32. And we're going to get from 32 down to 16 in this segment. So we have 15 minutes. We're going to go through it. We're going to go through it fast. And Slash, if you want to come back in for this, we certainly appreciate your input. And, uh, well, here we go. So last week we had Field of Dreams as the number one seed, beat Radio at the number 16 seed, and Friday Night Lights as the number nine seed, upsetting only a small eight seed in Invincible. I know everybody from Philadelphia is going to get pissed off about that, but right now we have Field of Dreams versus Friday Night Lights. Tank, what do you got? Uh, hmm, Friday Night Lights. Really? <laughs> you want to win and put a booby in? Wow. There we go. <laughs> Diaz, what do you got? Well, Diaz, it would help if you took your your, your mood off. <laughs> I did not mute me. This is what happens when you mute me. Never mute Diaz. That's key to life. Um, I didn't. <laughs> uh, the first, uh, this first matchup in the Queen Bee Regional, I am taking Field of Dreams, number one. Going chalk. Slush. Slash. Slush. Slush. <laughs> what is going on, man? We're off to a hot start. Yeah. I got to go uh, I gotta go Friday Night Lights. I'm with Tank on this one. Really? Sam, yeah. what do you got? Friday Night Lights. Really? Zach, I love Friday Night Lights, but people will come, Ray. I'm going with Field of Dreams. I'm going with Field of Dreams as well. And as the uh, bank of the show, I'm going to use myself. Uh, no, Caesar. Field of no, Dreams. No, 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 no. It, this is this is the Quimby Regional. You get the deciding vote. I think everyone <laughs> in their own region gets their own deciding vote. I agree with Zach with something he said last week. Field of Dreams is not only one of the greatest sports movies. Of all times. I think it's also one of the greatest movies, period, of all time. Field of Dreams moves on, everybody. Field of Dreams moves on. 
All right. Number five versus number 12 last week, a league of their own versus Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore comes in as the first 12 over five upset against, remember the Titans versus the new longest yard. Remember the Titans moved on. We have Happy Gilmore at the number five seed versus remember the Titans at the number four seed. Tank, what do you got? Uh, I, I, I really laughed at two. To cry, so I, I'm gonna go with Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, <laughs> all right. Happy Gilmore. That's why it's like a, nothing be shooter. <laughs> shooter McGavin, baby. Diaz, the price is wrong, bitch. Let's go, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I should have had that clip on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that Mister Mister Lady? I think I just killed her. I gotta go, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> wow, Sam. Remember the Titans? I know I'm losing. <laughs> Zach. Somebody's closer. Happy Gilmore, baby. You don't need my vote. Happy Gilmore moves on, everybody. Number six, Bad News Bears against number 11, The Water Boy. The Water Boy moved on as well. So you have Water Boy moving on, and you had Million Dollar Baby against Cool Runnings, and Cool Runnings moved on. So we have The Water Boy versus Cool Runnings. Tank. Yeah. Bobby Boucher. I got to go with Bobby Boucher. I'm sorry. I like cool runnings, but I like the water boy more. I'm So I'm right, Colonel Sanders. Diaz. Uh, going to go back to that those high school dating times and uh, hit the water boy. Right. Yeah. How many times did you shard yourself? <laughs> I got to go water boy as well. Yeah. Sam. You know, you know what I'm going to say. It's cool runnings. Sam, Sam's a so loser lame. today. Man, you are yeah. an oddball for sure. Waterboy, let's let's move on. All right, Waterboy it is. You don't need my vote, although I would have gone with Remember the Titans and Cool Runnings as well, even though I love Waterboy. All right, and as well, in the Quimby bracket, you had Rocky Four beat as a seven seed beat Coach Carter, and you had The Natural as a number two seed against Vision Quest, which – Vision Quest is a wrestling movie. The bike movie, the cycling movie is Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Uh, last year. So Rocky Four versus the Natural Tank. Hmm. I'm going to go with Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Throw the damn town. Rocky Four, absolutely. Rocky Four might win this entire region. Yeah, I'm going to be a homer here as well and go Rocky Four. Italian Stallion for sure. Rocky Four as well. I don't have to vote. And uh, Slash, I'm glad you're being a homer as opposed to what Diaz has been this entire show. <laughs> Is Sack anything but a homer? Come on. Yeah. All right. Homer now, on radio. Now we're in the tank regional, everybody. Raging Bull at a number one seat beat 16, the cutting edge, against right now Tin Cup, who beat eight men out. You've got Raging Bull versus Tin Cup. Tank, go. Tin Cup. Raging Bull. Tin Cup. Tin Cup. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Tin Ch Cup. Tin Cup, I win. Tin Cup. Yes. Tin Cup moves on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Tank gets, all everyone. The, Tank gets all the uh, tiebreakers on this one. Number five, <laughs> Miracle Beat. Number 12, We Are Marshall. Ooh. And Major League at four, beat number 13, Days of Thunder. So now this is a tough one. This is a real tough one right now. This one might be the toughest matchup in the Tank Regional. Might be the toughest uh, round of 32 we have. 
Miracle versus Major League. Almost unfair. Tank, go. Just a bit outside. I'm going to have to go with Major League. I'm sorry. I've watched it too many damn times to not pick it. The selection committee got it wrong again, and I'm going to have to go with Major League. They're both great. They both deserve this region, but Major League moves on. Sign me up for Major League. Same. Never drink Joe Boo's rum. Major League. (laughs) Hey, bartender, Joe Boo needs a refill. I'm Major League as well, even though I think Miracle is just a fantastic, fantastic movie. All right. Number six, he got game versus number 11, the rookie, moved on. He got game at number six versus slap shot at number three that overtook 14 seed blue chips and Anthony Hardaway's fantastic <laughs> initial movie appearance. So he got game versus slap shot. I got to go with Jesus Shuttlesworth. He got game, baby. <laughs> I'm going to double up on tank there. He got game. Ooh, I'm going slap shot. I'm going to go with he got game. Diaz would double up on Tank tonight with the, with the way all his sayings are going. Uh, I'm going to go with Slapshot, though. I'm going with Slapshot as well. However, hey. he got game moves on. It's Tank's, Tank's regional. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, uh, Kingpin at the 10 seed overtook Jerry Maguire at the 7 seed. And Damn number right. two, the original Rocky over 15 Seabiscuit. So you have Kingpin versus the first Rocky, and that's an interesting matchup as well. Kingpin versus Rocky, go. I got to go with Kingpin. I, 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 love the, I like the first Rocky, but I love Rocky Four. So I got to go with my boy Kingpin. <laughs> Uh, this is not a homer pick, but Rocky started it all. Started started the whole story, so I'm going Rocky. <sighs> Tank, I'm glad you said it. I'm going to go Kingpin. I'm taking Rocky. This is not the Academy Awards, people. Kingpin. Absolutely. I'm going Kingpin as well. We don't even have to do it. (laughs) All right, moving on to the Diaz Regional. Great. He's a (laughs) tiebreaker. My time has come. (laughs) All right, number one, Hoosiers beat Cinderella Man, and number nine, the replacements with a small upset over number eight, the program, which Tank is still pissed off about. Yes, I am. You have the Hoosiers versus the replacements. Tank. The Hoosiers. Uh, I'm going to go Hoosiers, but this is where it probably stops. Yeah, Hoosiers. Replacements. Shane, Shane Falco, baby, the replacements. <laughs> I'm going to go with the – I'm going with Hoosiers, so we don't have to do it. Hoosiers moves on. Uh, number five, the Sandlot beat number 12 above the rim. And number four, the Wrestler beat number 13, Invictus. Sandlot versus the Wrestler. What do you got? You're killing me, small Sandlot, baby. All right. <laughs> Sandlot. Sandlot should be a clean sweep. Sandlot. 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 Sandlot moves on. Number six against number 11, the blind side versus Mystery Alaska. I still have no idea how Mystery Alaska overtook blind side, but it did. And number three, the hustler, which uh, Diaz on the selection committee. I can't believe this is number three, blah, blah, blah. Beat number 14 any given Sunday. So the hustler versus Mystery Alaska. I got to go with the hustler. Hustler. All right. Hustler. I'll just I'll go hustler. Hustler. 
Didn't see either, but Hustler's a great magazine. Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my thunder there, uh, there, Zach. I was about to use the same joke. Uh, sorry, Diaz. We're sure you never looked at that magazine. Number seven, <laughs> white men can't jump. Beat number ten. <laughs> beat number ten, Rocky two. And Bull Durham, number two, beat number 15 over the top. So now, ooh, this is another tough one, yeah, actually. White men can't jump against Bull Durham. Mm, I got to go with white man can't jump. I got to leave it up there. So I'm going to leave it up there pretty for you. Pretty like for you. Leave it up there. It's so I got, I'm going. I'm, st- I'm staying the same way. I'm going uh, white man can't jump. Yep. Going on the uh, Woody Harrelson train. I would have went Bull Durham. White man can't jump. Really? Over your baseball? Uh, dude, I love White Man Can't Jump, man. The, the Wesley Snipes, Woody. It's, it's, it's classic, man. You can't, you can't beat it, but it's going to get beat anyway regardless of what you pick. Hey, I got a question. Uh, I know we'll hold get into it. Hold on, hold on real quick. All right. Now Diaz is muted again. Uh, so White, white Man Can't Jump moves on. Diaz, what's your question? Now, this is my question. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about Hustler, the magazine that uh, that Zach brought up earlier. Uh, now, this is my question. This is now this is my question here. And if you said when I tell this story, I I don't know what it was, but it's like nationwide. Of course, I I never, you know, when I was ten or eleven. Why is it that everyone found these nudie magazines like in the woods, in some like plastic bag in the middle of the woods? It happened in my neighborhood. It happened in Sam's neighborhood. She's laughing. I was listening to a show that took out takes place in the West Coast. That happened to this guy out there. Like, what was going on in the eighties with these teenagers leaving Hustler and Playboy in in plastic bags in the middle of the woods. What was the deal with that? Were the pages sticking together? <laughs> we, were, we were taking a page out of Pablo Escobar's money laundering. Okay? <laughs> the plastic bag was a, was a splash shield. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell were these teenagers doing in the 80s, Quimby? Oh, I'm sorry. Quimby was a teenager in the 70s. My bad. Not did teenagers. You, did you say splash shield or slash shield? I'm sorry. No, the, <laughs> Quimby, the slash shield is what is what uh, he has over top of the towels in the background there. <laughs> All right, sorry for diverting. Let's let's finish up the last regional. All right, last regional. Number one, Rudy moved on from all the right moves, even though Leah Thompson could have made that movie, uh, could have made that Lehigh upset over Duke. But Rudy moved on against the longest yard, the original one versus Marcy Blues. Longest yard move on. So Rudy versus the longest yard. Mm, interesting. That's an interesting query. I'm going to go with uh, the longest yard. All right. Rudy sucks. The, the longest <laughs> yard. It, Rudy annoys me for some reason. I, I'm going to go longest yard. Longest yard all day. You all have such disrespect for Rudy. If this was the newer longest yard, I would go with the newest longest yard. But I'll say Rudy, but it doesn't matter because my vote doesn't matter now. Yeah, you guys are freaking nuts. I'd have gone Rudy as well. Rudy sucks. Right. Number five, Karate Kid beat out number 12, North Dallas 40. And uh, number thirteen dodgeball and the first thirteen over four upset over the over rounders. So we have Karate Kid versus dodgeball. This is quite difficult. Uh, I've never. This is really quite difficult. I've never been in this situation. That means before. volume up. That doesn't mean get closer. Oh, that, <laughs> he sounds uh, good. He sounds good. Deepest apologies, sir. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, do we go with the crane or do we go with the, do we go with Lafleur? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go with Lafleur dodgeball. First time I ever saw dodgeball was on a flight uh, on a Green Legion trip. I'm going dodgeball. 
I think I think it's easy. I'm dodgeball all the way. You guys suck, Karate Kid. The theme of the night seems to be Diaz loves to wax on, wax off. So I'm going to go dodgeball though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he might be shooting blanks after that sniff. I don't know. <laughs> so dodgeball moves on. Oh God, really? All right, number six. Rocky three over number eleven love and basketball in the first round, and number fourteen and another fourteen or in a first fourteen over three upset hoop dreams. So we have Rocky three versus the Mighty Ducks. I got to go with Rocky three. Clever Lang, pain. I pity the fool. <laughs> I got to go with Clever Lang, baby. Hold on, Tank. Do you have any predictions for the rest of the show? Pain. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Rocky three. Ducks suck. Yeah, I'm going Rocky Three. The Ducks do not suck. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks all the way. Quimby, come on, send it to the tiebreaker, baby. I want it to be the Mighty Rocky Three. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What am I? That, uh, three and four are just uh, are are so much better to me than one and two. Legendary. So. This is age discrimination. Whatever, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. HR. <laughs> HR. HR. <laughs> Call HR. You know that was wrong, right, Quimby? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, good. Right. No, but, to, but Sam's smiling, so back to our show. All right. And uh, finally, Talladega Knights at number 10 defeated for love of the game at number 7, and Caddyshack at number 2 defeated number 15, the color of money. Diaz, if you say one more thing about the, the selection committee, I will mute your ass for the rest <laughs> of the <laughs> So Talladega Knights versus Caddyshack. Oh, damn. This all. Oh. This is brutal. This is a tough round. This is a quite the tough matchup. But I, I, I gotta, I, I gotta go. With please be eighteen. Please be eighteen. <laughs> please be eighteen. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I gotta stick with the classic Caddyshack. Yeah, I gotta go Caddyshack all the way on that one. Caddyshack for sure. My bracket seems to be disappointing, like a night with Diaz. But I'm gonna go Talladega Nights. Ooh, I'm going Caddyshack, and that's it for the round of 32. Sam, I need you to do me a favor. You were logging all of these, correct? Correct. Take a photo of each one of these photos because, or each one of these uh, regionals because I was not writing them down. I need that for the top of the hour when we get down to the Sweet 16, baby. Okay, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. With some Eagles talk before the top of the hour. We'll see you in a second. All right, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. Happy to have everybody back in studio, although I think we lost. Oh, we didn't lose anybody. Thank God. Zach, isn't that, isn't that hard wire with that Ethernet cord so much better? Good to see you here the entire show, my man. Good to see oh. you. Actually, I, I bought the Ethernet cable for one night, and then I got a new laptop, and I haven't had it, it, any issues since. So um, I, we're all hooked up, baby. We're good to go. boy, <laughs> boy. All right, everybody, real fast, before we start talking about Eagles, go to CrossingBroad.com, the Philadelphia Eagles Media Madness, March Madness Tournament. We need votes. We're going up against Ike Reese as the 11 seed versus the 5. Uh, we're happy as hell that we just made it to the bracket to begin with, and hopefully we're looking for uh, for an upset here. We're we looking thought, good right now. Looking uh, good. 
Don't say that, don't but, say that. you know, hey. Keep voting. Keep voting, everybody. I think you can vote three times per device. So if you don't mind, just go over to crossingbroad.com, click on the March Madness bracket, and vote for Green Legion. Vote three times, please. We love you. We appreciate it. All right. Birds, baby. Time for a little birds. Uh, uh, oh, God. Off on that. Well, first of all, you know what? Let's let's talk about NFL free agency and what's going on. Can somebody please tell me why Jalen Mills got twenty four million dollars over four years with nine million guaranteed? Somebody, somebody who who raise your hand? Somebody, I can tell you. Tank, what happened? I can tell you. Basically, um. We have Bill Belichick as your. You remember when Patrick Chung was here? Patrick Chung, yeah. Of course. He, he, when he got when he got older, Patrick Chung, he was able to to find out what he does did, does well. I feel like he. I think he thinks he could get that Jalen Mills to do the exact same thing. Get him to do what he does well and get him to flourish and possibly becoming a, a pro bowl a pro bowl style player. Uh, he's a he's, he's a good smart kid. He he gambles at times, but I think I think when you when you make a pick like this, he sees something that you know that we couldn't get out of him here because I, I was. I was getting the uh, the run of the mill uh, finger the run shaking. of the mills. Yeah, the run of the mills finger shaking was getting on my damn nerve. So uh, that's what that's what he's thinking in that one. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to talk about it with Jalen Mills, the only good things that he was that he was good at was bragging about plays that he had nothing to do with that were broken up and waving that finger around like he's Matumbo. Um, listen, I'm happy for the guy. You know, he's a part of the Super Bowl team, but in reality, he wasn't deserving of that money. He he just walked right into it because Bill Belichick is just making it rain up in New England, which does not lead to success in the NFL when you just spend money in free agency. Diaz, yeah, you don't have Tom Brady. Let, let's just uh, you know, let's really say what this contract was. It's base. It's nine million guaranteed. The whole four year, twenty four million. It's off. It's we got to start just talking about what's the guaranteed money. He he. Got a six million dollar signing bonus. It's nine million guaranteed. It's basically a two year nine million dollar guarantee. But the Patriots going out signing everyone, uh, 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 Cam again and Jonathan Smith, and they bring back Kava and Noy and our buddy Nelson Aguilar. Um, it, it's nuts. I got some good news for you though, Quimby. Um, oh, that's 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 good, Jojo good. the dog. Uh, <laughs> good news for Quimby. Um, we had a big announcement. We didn't even cover here on Green Legion Radio. After years and years of invasions being ruined by this man, Drew Brees has retired from NFL football. Uh, we've gone on, I don't know, 10 trips to New Orleans. For, and we've won one game in 2007 when it was, it was a meaningless game like week 15 or something like that. So, Drew Brees, while, great career. Uh, happy to see you go. While you were dressed up as Superman or Batman? <laughs> Uh, I was Superman, McCluskey was Batman, and uh, let me just say it worked for that weekend, <laughs> Quimby. It worked. It did. It did. It did. All right. Well, let's talk about this. Um, the Eagles so far have done nothing. They've been virtually silent. That's not true. They signed a safety today. Stop it. He's a special <laughs> teamer at best. <laughs> 
Stop that. <laughs> That's what was pissing me off, man. It's like, and then they they tried it. They tried it. They tried it. Uh, Howie Roseman and, and Nick uh, Sirianni out in front of everybody, and they were asking questions, asking questions, just like randomly. And they were they were talking about what what we're doing. We, we haven't done anything. It's like you still have Ertz. You still holding on to Zach Ertz. Like you're going to get some some world beating type of number for him. You're not going to get that much for him because last year he was stinking up the joint. You need to move on from stuff and quit holding on to old crap and start to get some guys in here. Get some of the some of the mercenaries that I wanted wanted them to sign for one year. They didn't even get them. It's like so we we just sitting there twiddling our thumbs right now while everybody else like everybody keeps talking about what New England did. What New England did was get some people for for the for the way that they used to play football. They went out and got the the kid out of uh, San Diego. They went and got that tight end. They got the tight end out of Tennessee. They went and got a defensive tackle. They also went and got a center. And they, they went they went. And, sorry about this. Sorry about this. This is my one rant. Because <laughs> watching while those keep guys, going, baby. Keep going. Today pissed me off. They were just stand up. They're like they've done something, and, it, and then it, you you pass it off to Nick Sirianni, and you exactly like that she, he was like tops on your list. You guys had to dress down to do the damn interview. Sack, give me something. The scary thing about all of this right now is the fact that there's only one quarterback on this roster, one, and all the guys that you would have thought that they would have got to back up Jalen Hurts, they're all gone now. They're all gone. So listen, I'm, I, I am a stark proponent. I hate the fact that we always talk about the backup quarterback in this town because in reality, when you lose your starter, you're going to suck. But this tends to lead more and more into the fact that I think with that six pick now, instead of taking Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts, uh, you know, one of these talented guys are trading back to nine. I think they're leaning towards the quarterback now because they can't, they cannot afford to go into next season with just Jalen Hurts and bringing back Nate Sudfeld if that's the option. You can't do that. You need to bring somebody in here that has talent, but that can go behind Jalen Hurts, not push him just a little bit. But this 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 quarterback room is pathetic right now. Diaz, uh, I will let you know, today Detroit released um, their backup quarterback, Chase Daniel. So he is available. Listen, hey, 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 there you go. <laughs> hey, no, I got no. So, so the Eagles did sign the safety, uh, well, Andrew Adams. I'm going to go through his statistics from last year. You know, his tackles, his interceptions, his pass breakups, and his forced fumbles. Uh, last year, 16 games for the Bucks, the Super Bowl champions. Tackles, two. That's it. That's the stats. That's all the stats. That's everything he did last year. Two tackles for the Super Bowl champions. Um, I think this makes it real clear, and we can be real angry about it. The Eagles are going are gonna to be irrelevant this year. This year is all about traveling, tailgating, getting back together with your buddies, and booing Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie inside the game. That's what it's going to be. They're going to be junk. It's not going to be fun. You can get angry about the defense, the offensive line, the lack of linebackers. They're going to suck. Tank. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? I don't think they're going to totally suck. But the, the one thing that that I do know, that I do know is that I heard when I was listen, when I was listening to the press conference, I did like what Sariani said about about holding people accountable and getting and putting people in position to to run what they run and to, to get people to have success. I do like that, and the fact that he says that they're helping pick the groceries now a little bit. So that, that was that was a, a a little bit soothing, so to speak. But it's keep it's rumors now that they talk about they're going after Deshaun Watson. What the hell are you doing? It's a, it's a, and it and it's and it's oh, not that, just, that's smart. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like come on, man, you you gonna get give up all these draft picks for one guy. Come on, Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Are you talking about Bill Cosby Jr.? 
<laughs> oh, hey, this is good news for Green Legion. Uh, I'm sure Quimby can show him around town some spots. Would you like another prefer. pudding pop? Listen, I don't really think the Eagles hey, are going to hey, suck hey, as bad as Diaz. Diaz. Because the good news is you're fine. <laughs> I think this year, Diaz, you know, like you're right. It's about traveling and getting back out there and tailgates and parties. And hopefully you're not dressed up like Superman and McCloskey's not dressed up like Batman. I don't want to see you guys in tights. But what I what I am excited to see about this season, I, I really want to see how Hertz is under center, you know, back there. Like, do we have something in this kid? I'm excited to see that. Nick Sirianni, every single day people are bashing about how this guy talked in his first press conference. Tank, I know you listened to the to the press conference today as well. I thought he I thought he sounded much better this this yeah. time around. He sounded a lot better than Howie. And 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 I can respect his enthusiasm. I mean, I think that's maybe part of the reason why he uh, you know, Jeffrey and Howie were sold on him was because of his personality. And you know, it's okay to have butterflies in the first press conference. Everybody thought that Charlie Manuel was a was an idiot. Everybody thought you know, Doug Peterson was an idiot. He didn't call his own plays. He was just an organizer for Reed. I, I, I still think both of them are idiots. Yeah, but, but they won championships, though, here. So it's like, as much as you want to say and much as you want to think that they're idiots, like, they accomplished the ultimate goal. Like, you can bring in somebody that sounds polished, like Chip Kelly sounded polished. No one bashed his opening press conference, and the guy wound up being a smacked ass. So, like, give the guy a chance. I want to see what the guy can put on the field with X's and O's before we go ahead and ridicule and criticize this guy. See what he does on the field this season. Diaz. Uh, just real quick, it's always about the Jims and Joes. It's not the X's and O's. We don't have the players. Well you, well, you know, the one thing to put, to put a ball on this, I did, it's, it's like Sack just said, this, to pre- the press conference today was a, was a lot more enlightening than, than, than the press conferences in the past. The one press conference in the past, he, he did, he did settle things down and he let me, let us know what he's, pl- what he plans to do. He doesn't plan to just be a system style coach. He plans to get the guys that he has and find out what they're good at doing and put them in position to win. And I like that. Uh, I've got nothing. I, <laughs> I'm just going to beat a dead horse here, kind of like, you know, kind of like what Diaz is going to be doing in the bathroom. For the rest of your life. <laughs> I got to go out to the woods first. <laughs> Get my secret package. Oh, God. Hey, hopefully you can find some Pablo Escobar money in there as well. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports the Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. We'll be back with more Eagles talk here at the top of the hour. Again, we appreciate you guys spending your weekend with us. We'll be back. Right after this. We are back at the top of the hour. We've got a whole lot more sports to talk about. We got more movie madness to get to. We got a round of Sweet 16 to get through, everybody. But we're still on Eagles right now, everybody. And I want to talk at this point about releases. But first, let's talk about our boy Zach Ertz. Game winning touchdown. In uh, the Eagles' only Super Bowl victory in the modern era, uh, still a Super Bowl victory. It's the only one they were they won World Championships, but not a Super Bowl victory. Um, you know what? I'm going to go to Diaz on this one first. All right, Zach Ertz. All right, is he going to get moved? Where does he go? What do we want for him? What what are we what are we trying to accomplish here? Because I I, I think right now. If Ertz is on the starting roster with this team come uh, week one, I I think it's toxic. I think he has to go at this point. There's he's not Andre Dillard toxic. No, <laughs> but, 
He's not big pudding toxic. He's not toxic pudding. Yeah, he's not toxic pudding. But I think he's toxic if he's on this roster. I don't uh, know if he's to- I don't know if he's toxic. It, it just you know everyone's got their own ideas of team building and how things should be set up. Uh, you know, in all the different sports, and he's just like it's in his last. He's he's going to walk after this year. They're not going to resign him. Uh, it's he's worth what nine million on the cap. I think if the, you cut him, you save seven million or something like that. I, someone could get those numbers right. And like he just doesn't fit the timeline. He had a down year last year. It's kind of like get a fourth round pick, maybe maybe a fifth round pick, and and you move on. You say thank you, you're great, all time. You know he's gonna have his uh, name in the Eagles Hall of Fame. Um, you know, like and it, there's no harm. You know, we don't wish you any bad or anything like that. It's just. You're not fitting into our timeline. Let's let's we we need young guys. We need draft picks. Another, listen, they need six fourth round picks just to hit on one. So, um, you know, to keep them around for another year where we're not going to really make a lot of noise. Um, you know, I I don't know. Do you, does that seem kind of fair? A fourth round? I don't think you're not going to get a second round pick or a third round pick. Uh, what, what's fair for him? Fourth, fifth, tank? Uh-huh. Well, I, I think a fifth round pick, a fifth or a sixth round pick currently, because if they if they've done it last year before he hit the field again, he he was like one of the best side best sides ever. But given all the uh, the mind problem, the mind things that he went through, and that not not really having a good season at, at all, and then when, even when he got it, even when he came off the injury stuff, kind of stinking up the joint and missing some key passes and and like alligator arm, arm a few passes as well. It's like you kind of wonder is his heart still in it? So it'll be up to somebody. It'll be up to another squad to get that out of him. But they're not they're not going to give you a third round third round pick for him. I tell you that Possibly, maybe a fourth round, but I'm. I'm leaning towards more a fifth round because what you think you get for something is not always the value that everybody else does. Really? Carson Wentz doesn't come to mind, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, with, with Zach Ertz, uh, listen, he's an all-time great Eagle. Like uh, Diaz said, he's going to be going to the he's going to be going to the Eagles Hall of Fame. He's borderline Hall of Fame. He needs a couple more really good seasons. Uh, but the last season did not do anything for his trade value at all. Um, being injured and being inconsistent, and he wants to get paid like George Kittle and Travis Kelsey, but he doesn't do all the things that both of those guys do. Travis Kelsey can make big plays and give you yards after the catch. Zach is no yak Zach for a reason. Okay, Ooh. I I, I just have to say one thing. Vontez perfect. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of people don't know what he means when he says that. We when know he, what it means, yeah. Olay. Okay, Olay. <laughs> and, and it had a chance to keep his quarterback clean, but not only that, send a message that he's not soft. I would have yeah, taken, he, 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 taken a 15-yard penalty and put that bastard out. He oh, redeemed himself the next year. We won a Super Bowl. He he had a career year in what was it, 2018? I mean, he he redeemed himself from that one bad play. But he he's also not he's not as good of a blocker as George Kittle is. <laughs> like we we really do need to try and seek it at all. Right you guys, if you guys are listening to this right now, Hollis is looking at me. He's giving me a, a hard side eye. <laughs> really. He's giving you the fish eye. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you still, you can still make that work for you. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the, you don't get, you don't ever come back from being soft. Yes, you you make some quality plays, but until you until you take down a, a giant or something, somebody who, who's kicking everybody else's rump, you're still going to be labeled soft. They're going to run through your cage. 
I think you might be looking at him with Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo has been something that has been rumored about. Uh, fourth or fifth-round pick. If you can go to fourth for him, you don't have to use the fourth-round pick. You can use your third and fourth-round picks to trade up back into the second round to get another second-round pick, maybe at the beginning of the third round. You can use those picks to get the players that you want, get the value that you can for him, and move on from the contract. Yeah, because uh, I think I think more like the Chargers because they just lost one of their tight ends to the New England Patriots. Uh, Heath, uh, I, think, I think it's, it's Hunter. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Henry. Yeah. Henry. They just lost Hunter Henry. Just signed with the New England Patriots, so it was actually between the Bills, uh, the Bills, and the and the Chargers. I think he's more likely going to be out there in San Diego, and they've been seen out there having dinner together, him and his wife. Well, <laughs> I would go out there <laughs> just for just for its and giggles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get that slash. I said. <laughs> It's and giggles. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna. I was gonna say that the Chargers aren't in San Diego anymore, but they really don't have a presence in LA either. So uh, you know, <laughs> doesn't really matter what you say on that one. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Eagles releases. Okay. All right, thank God they released Malik Jackson. It's about that. Oh. Wow, what a disappointment, man! I thought they were. He was just going to be a month. I mean, he got hurt. I thought last year though, it'd be like, all right, well, we don't have to worry about the interior. Uh, the line there, you know. Yeah, he got hurt in week one, and yeah. it's just yeah. You know, between him and Hargrave, man, I wish we could take that trash bag out to the curb too. Yeah, uh, I'm not willing to give up on Hargrave. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really give up on Hargrave. Malik, just yet. Malik gave us two years of nothing. Yeah, he gave us two years of no, uh, no. I'm sorry, of, he gave us a bunch of uh, uh, unnecessary uh, roughness, unnecessary roughness, and uh, un- and uh, offsides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks. Can't hey, right. Malik, thanks, man. Thanks. And we, by the way, in Northern Liberties, we have the Malik Jackson Gym on Second Street, but it's spelled M A L E E K. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish there. I don't know. Um, Alshon Jeffrey released. Thank you. Thank you for 2017. You know, thank you. Uh, it, you know, it's time to go. Okay. Let's, ends. let's talk about that for a hot minute. All right. What do you have now? All right. You released Deshaun. You released Alshon. And you are now sitting with your number one receiver as Jalen Ragor. Or Fulgham. Uh, and I think uh, Whiteside. Or Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, we'll- and Quimby, you know, Quimby, you make a great point. Our number one receiver. But Quimby, we could talk about pretty much every position group this way. We could talk about the linebackers. We could talk about the offensive line, the the the, the secondary. Like th- this isn't this isn't unique to right. the wide receiving group. You know what I mean? We're just it's clear, starting all over. You know, uh, I, I, it's amazing that we just found out we're going through a rebuild. <laughs> no, we knew this. We knew this last year, man. We knew. Uh, this. I, but uh, here's the deal: if you would have taken some of your draft picks and used them effectively. I don't think we're in a rebuild. I think we're primed what, ready what, for another what is, run. What is my Baltimore linebacker? Which one? Uh, Queen? Patrick Queen? Queen. Oh, no. Which one? Who they should have drafted. Patrick uh, Queen. No. No, no, it was another one. I can't, I can't remember right oh, now. Oh, God. Who did, the, who did the Ravens select in the first round last year? Uh, no, no, that was, no, that was Chargers. Kenneth Murray. Kenneth yeah, Kenneth Murray, Murray the Chargers. Uh, Oklahoma Chargers. Sorry, what did I say? Chargers? You said no. You said uh, Ravens. Ravens. Again, I, again. I, let us stick to the football. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line from Hancock. I don't have it up. Your breath smells like alcohol. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what do you got, brother? 
I think everything has been going downhill with Alshon since we won the Super Bowl. You know, he has a surgery on his shoulder after he played the whole season like that. Then he has, you know, the, the Justina Anderson reports and the drop ball against the Saints. And then, you know, he blows a flat tire against the Giants. And then he comes back late this year. And then when he comes back, his presence completely took Fogum out of the mix. Fogum, Fogum's numbers were Devontae Adams-esque until Alshon came back and he got taken out of the mix. So it's just... It just didn't work out. It was time to move on. Go ahead, Q. Uh, Justin Anderson. Don't. Just shut yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Just shut up. Diaz. <laughs> uh, I actually got a question for Tank. Uh, Tank, you've got, you've got n- numerous uh, unnamed anonymous sources within the NovaCare Center. Uh, no. the, 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 I want to talk about Travis Fulgham for a second here because he was. He was like he was the number one wide receiver from weeks five to nine or whatever it was. And kind of the knock about him, like in in college and in coming out, was like work ethic and uh, stuff like that in practices. Kyle, I got I got to make sure you're you're on the dial here. That's all. But um, Tank, yeah, here's my question. with Bourbon Diaz. Here's my question. Here's my <laughs> okay. question. What, did you have you heard any rumblings and grumblings about Fulgham's? Work ethic there. Sack is right. When when Alshon came back, like we never heard from Fulgham again. But he obviously has the talent. Was it like a like a practice thing, work ethic thing, being too young? What was the story with that? Do you know anything? Well, yeah, I know, I know, because actually, the the first thing I'll tell you is uh, somebody else, uh, J- uh, Jason Avant and uh, uh, Quentin Michael, they were speaking about this, and it, what it was was they don't want to put all that money on the sideline. We had a segment about this when they play a player who should be sitting his ass down instead of letting a young guy have have growth, uh, and it's it, it, you saw it, it just stunted, it just stunted Fogel's growth because it, you could tell that Alshon went back all, all, all the way back. And you, you want to get that guy out there, but but you you, you got a guy out there who's killing. Who he, he came up, he just busted on the scene, killing, catching everything that was thrown at him. But it's nothing wrong with his work. I think he's he's, he's working it and everything. They just wanted to get all shine out there because they owed it to him, so to speak. But the, the other part too is that Josiah Anderson, you ain't heard contract got to play. Yeah, big contract got to play. That Josiah Anderson is no longer working. So that BCGP. <laughs> so that so so that lets you know about her inside scoop, but. The, the thing that, the thing that I still hate to this day is when they play a player because of what they make. They don't play them because of their talent. They have them out there occasionally, occasionally as a, as a team. We're sitting out there looking at somebody miss pass after pass after pass. And we know we have somebody, hence nightmare. We called him nightmare, Freddie Solomon. We had him on the sideline, yet they were paying somebody else to continue to miss pass after pass after pass, even in practice. And we had to look at that crap week in and week out. And they they would not play Freddie Sullivan because he was an undrafted free agent. But he, he also had proven already that he could catch eight games, but they were not playing them in games. I, I was going to say exactly that, and just as far as a team-building thing, I, like as fans, but but more importantly, coaching staffs and front offices, it's always protect your own CYA, cover your own rear um, about this like big contract play. And listen, you might have you might sign a free agent to the biggest deal you know, in free agency, and then you draft a fifth-round whatever receiver in this case and the fifth round receiver is lighting it up hey like you're gonna miss on some and you're gonna hit on some don't be so stupid and and arrogant and and so self 
self-preservation mode to to just not admit like, like the best the best teams what they do is they admit when they were wrong quickly and move on and not just like ram this thing down that's not working you got a better player on the sideline you, you're gonna win <laughs> you guys are bad man that wasn't me that time but but, it, but it's so frustrating it's like listen if you play the better player you might win more games which will help you keep your job longer the the con contracts are some are good some are bad you win some you lose some. Collect your talent and put the best guys on the field. Before uh, Tank weighs in on this, Diaz, just one more question for you. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> yes. I just want to know how CYA turned into <laughs> cover your rear. That's yeah. CYR, you jackass. <laughs> no, well, I didn't know if I could say ass on the radio. So, you say I mean, 80,000 say... times a show. Well, cover yeah. your ass. All right, whatever. So Go ahead, Tank. <laughs> Green, Le- Green Legion Radio, the ass show, brought to you by Bud Light here. On- Whoa, that, that was Quimby that time, not me. He's going out to the woods. I can get away with it. I can get away with it. <laughs> now, to help, to help you out, uh, uh, the thing that I hate, the thing that, uh, that I hate, and I was a witness to this, John Harris was drafted in the first round and a friend to the show, Indy Kalu. Indy Kalu was Indy Kalu. They were both rookies at the same time. One was drafted first in the first round. One was drafted in the fifth round. One outplayed the other. The coach literally cried because he had to cut the fifth round pick. I'm talking about literally that Mike Turkovic, my, my, I love him to this day. He literally cried because he had to release Indy and he felt like John Harris did not earn, earn his keep. He didn't. The only reason we kept him was because he was a first round pick. And Indy went on to have a great career, and then he came, he came back to have to continue to have a good career. And that is exactly what you say. They never want to admit that they're wrong. And covering your ass does not always does not always equate to victory. Uh, covering your own ass, man, that is a huge story that not only is apparent in in sports, but it's 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 pretty common in everyday life. Nobody wants to admit their mistakes. I have to admit mistakes on a regular basis, like Diaz is a partner on this show. <laughs> I was going to say, when has Quimby ever made a mistake? I, I'm This is news to me. I've never heard of a mistake. I don't know. I always apologize when I make a mistake. I just don't do it to you. That's it. <laughs> you think I was too hard on him? Nah, he deserved it. Zach, what do you got? Well, apparently, cover your own ass is also good at Fiona Apple concerts. <laughs> the zing! And apparently around Diaz in general right before he gets snipped. But... Hey, let me tell you this. I am proud of my man, Sackmaster Reggie, hoo-ha-ha. But... Uh, ever since it was announced, this baseball brunch show, I mean, I, I can he walk with the size of those balls he's carrying around now? He's all yeah. talk. I don't know, man. We'll get, we'll see how it is when we get back in studio. But, uh, you know, I, I, this new attitude of sack, I, I'm, I'm not down with it. I, 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 you know what, Diaz? Might be the first time in a while I actually agree with you. We're going to see. We're going to see. Huevos grande, amigo. Huevos grande. <laughs> you have no models. <laughs> you have no models. Models? Huevos? <laughs> Joe Boo needs a refill. We're going to cut this segment short right now and come back with a longer one here right after break. When we come back, we're going to get to our sweet six selections for March Movie Madness. We're also going to talk about Sixers, and we're going to let Sack 
attack the Flyers, which never happens. Ooh. And, of course, there's going to be a little Clearwater update. Odubel Herrera and whether or not he's beaten the piss out of somebody recently. Uh, you know, lot to lot to go over right now with uh, with Philadelphia sports. But Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light, back right after this. FM Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. I will mute you for the rest of the day. Seriously. Well, you can talk about Embiid and, and you know, the position you like best with him. Uh, I'm not talking about center either, but <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's move on. So, everybody, it is now time to continue our Green Legion Radio Movie March Madness segment. We're getting down to 16. We are now in the Quimby Regional one again. Wow. We are going to get down to the Elite Eight right now. Field and Dreams. Versus Happy Gilmore. Seating doesn't matter at this point. I'm not going over it anymore. Seating does not matter anymore. So, here we go. Tank first. Field of Dreams versus Happy Gilmore. What do you got? Uh, I'm still I'm still happy. I'm going with Happy Gilmore. Wow. Diaz. Going to go Field of Dreams. Slash. Ooh, I'm going Happy Gilmore. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Thank God we didn't have to go through this, where I find Happy Gilmore to be one of the best movies, and I will watch it every time it's on TV. I won't watch Field of Dreams because I don't feel like crying at the end. But You cry at the end? Absolutely. <laughs> I want to laugh Field of Dreams, everybody. Field of Dreams. Um, cool Runnings didn't – did Cool Runnings make it over Waterboy? No. Uh, Waterboy advance. Yeah, Waterboy. Sam, you're not Sorry. doing very good. We're here. Sorry. Sorry. It's slippery, Sam. She's trying to slide one in there. No, no, no. I just screwed up. Sorry. So <laughs> we have the Water Boy versus Rocky Four. Uh, Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Rocky All right. Four. Diaz. Uh, I am going to say Rocky Four, Freedom. Let's try this again with Adam Sandler, the Water Boy. Rocky, <laughs> Rocky. Part of the reason why I didn't go with Happy Gilmore outside of going up against Field of Dreams was the fact that I was going to vote for Waterboy. I didn't want Adam Sandler versus Adam Sandler, so Waterboy. Uh, sorry, uh, I believe I'm I'm crushing this. Rocky Four, yes, Rocky Four. in America. I got to put that up. <laughs> All right, in the Tank Regional. Now he has control of the tiebreaker. Yeah, we have. Tin Cup, I don't know how it made it over Raging Bull, versus Major League. Tin Cup versus Major League. Should be an easy one. Uh, I, I got to go with Major League. I like Tin Cup, but I, I got to go with Major League. I, I love Major League. Major League might make it to the finals. Major League, all the way. Going Major League. I would have went Tin Cup. Major League, baby. So lame. Major, Major League, easy, easy. All right. He got game versus kingpin. This is interesting. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Son of an onion. Son of an onion. Although I do like Jesus Shuttlesworth, nothing can beat Woody Harrelson paying his rent. Nothing. Rent. Next month's rent is due. So you know what that means. He got game. Oh, lame. Kingpin all the way. He got game. 
Kingpin. Oh my gosh. I went with Sam. God. Yep, you're screwed. <laughs> Kingpin moves on, everybody. Kingpin <laughs> moves on. All right. And it gets tougher. Damn. Oh, it gets tougher. Hoosiers versus the Sandlot. Damn. Wow. Yeah. All right. We knew it was gonna get tougher. Uh, this is a this is a tough this is a tough bracket. But still, nothing takes away from Sandlot. Playing wow. Sandlot as a kid, and you're killing me smalls. You play ball like a girl, Sam. I know I'm going to come from HR, HR, and I've, I'm prepared to deal with it. Sandlot. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Sandlot, and I'm going to make this comment now. Hoosiers, it, besides Rudy, Hoosiers is the most overrated sports movie. Every piece of, a, of action, sports action, first off, none of those guys know how to play basketball. And also, they just repeat the same shots in, like, all the different games. It's the same game. It's terrible. Do you know about all of those basketball players that were casted for that movie? Do you know uh, they were all football players? Yep. <laughs> that skinny? Uh, I'm just yeah. telling you, everybody that was casted as a player for the Hoosiers was a football player. Right, which which goes to show you football players generally are unathletic. It can't translate to other sports. That's just what I heard. I, I, I didn't make up that rule. I didn't make up that rule. Hold it's on. just what I've heard. You are making the Diaz by Tank choke out back in the studio. I'm gonna rely on you. I'm gonna rely on you, Quimby, to make sure that Tank gets very drunk down in Costa Rica and forgets this ever happened. No, dude, I'm, I'm taking off the reins, man. I'm unleashing the beast. You're in deep doo doo. Sandlot, Sandlot advances. Slash. Uh, uh, well, Diaz just said it advances, so I'm going Sandlot. Sandlot. Even if even if Tank gets drunk enough tonight and forgets this moment, I will make sure he doesn't because I want to see you get choked out by Tank on Athlete Row. So I'm going with Sandlot, though, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? As much as I love Hoosiers and it's such a feel-good movie, there is no movie that I would rather just watch on a regular basis than Sandlot. Yeah, it's great. Sandlot mm-hmm. moves on. And as Wendy I did Peppercorn. That, Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> yes. My girl. Uh, and we also had the Hustler versus White Men Can't Jump. Keeping in mind, White Men Can't Jump was, God, a seven seed. Seven seed going up with, uh, against the three right now. The Hustler versus White Men Can't Jump. Tank. We're going to Sizzler. We're going to Sizzler. <laughs> White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> oh, Billy. Billy. <laughs> White Men Can't Jump, baby. Let's go. Might be Woody Harrelson versus Woody Harrelson. I'm going white man can't jump. White man I, can't jump. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I should have muted Diaz again. I should have <laughs> muted him again. God, you should have muted him the whole show. Christ. <laughs> white man can't jump, please. I'm going with white men can't jump as clean well. Sweep. That is a clean sweep. Sweet. All right. The original longest yard versus dodgeball. Oh, man. Ouch again. Uh, is, ouch again. This is a rough region. Uh, I'm going to have to go with dodgeball with uh, LaFleur because after this is over, your girl will be mine, your gym will be mine, <laughs> your life will be mine, LaFleur. Yes, dodgeball, baby. Jody loves Chachi. I'm going dodgeball. <laughs> Longest yard. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> dodgeball. Why do we even? Why do we even have Sam voting on any of this here? She's just I know perpetual on the losing side. 
Obviously. <laughs> I like Sam's picks, by the way. But now nah, I'm going with longest yard with her, but it doesn't matter. Dodgeball moves on. Yes. Yes. And we're going to find out how hockey-oriented this show actually is for the final to get to the Elite Eight. The Mighty Ducks versus Caddyshack. No, it's Rocky Three. Rocky Three beat. Rocky Three Ducks. moved on. Did it? Did it? Did I screw up again? Oh, slippery Sam at it no, again. I'm telling you, I was just writing so fast, I wasn't paying attention. All right, like I said, <laughs> this difficult matchup is Rocky <laughs> Three versus Caddyshack. Rocky <laughs> Three versus Caddyshack. Oh man, I went against Caddyshack last time. But I, I did. I do have my Rocky three, and it's one of my Rocky three and four are my favorite ones. I watch those every time that they come on, every time. But I also watch Caddyshack too, and nothing beats Bill Murray out there. <laughs> Make your damn pick already. Hey, man, <laughs> this is this is not long. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go to Rocky three. I'm going with Caddyshack. I am also going Caddyshack. Caddyshack. You gotta excuse Sam. She's dreaming about Tom. I'm going with Caddyshack. <laughs> All right. Thankfully, I don't have to make my pick there uh, because, yeah. So here we go. (laughs) This is great. Let's see. Field of Dreams moves on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Rocky Four moves on. Yep. Major League moves on. Yep. Kingpin moves on. Awesome sauce. Sandlot moves on. Damn Skippy. White Men Can't Jump moves on. You know it. Dodgeball moves on, <laughs> and Caddyshack moves on. These are <laughs> tough ones, man. <laughs> yeah, this gonna the, be the Elite Eight is a bastard yeah. bracket right now. It is a lots of comedy. It's it. We went with the comedies. You know what? Isn't it so much more fun to watch a comedy? Yeah, yeah. Because because I don't want to see. I don't want to picture either one of you guys blubbering in front of the TV. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> 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 I'm keeping Hollis's tree trunk legs from hitting the table on a regular basis. All right. Well, you guys, now we know. Now we know. We are down to our Elite Eight in March Movie Madness here on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Hey, you guys, real quick, around the horn, how do you follow all of us on social media? For me, it's all Green Legion. Just look for Green Legion. Tank. How do you follow uh, you? Uh, Instagram, uh, coolmf78. K. <laughs> with the K-E-W-L-M-F 78 on Instagram. And the and duh, real tank 78 on a, on a Twitter. And I forgot, Hollis Coolmf Thomas on Facebook. There you go. Diaz. <laughs> uh, I'm at Philly Mike. Philly Mike on Twitter. Philly Mike on Instagram. I, I do the Green Legion stuff, too. Sometimes it blends over, but we try and keep them separated. Slash. <laughs> I'm at Kyle underscore Nunnamaker on Twitter and then just Kyle Nunnamaker for Instagram and Facebook. My last name's Joe Dirt. He called his last name <laughs> Nunnamaker. He called you Joe Dirt. <laughs> Damn. Samantha Ross for uh, Facebook and um, YouTube and then S A R O S S 82 at, and then that's for um, Instagram and Twitter. And now you know how old she is. Sack <laughs> Attack 112 on Twitter, Sack Attack 1112 on Instagram, and Chris Sack on Facebook. Just like I said in the first hour when we did our baseball brunch segment. Excellent. Excellent. Ooh. And don't forget, everybody, download the iHeartRadio app. It's very simple. Subscribe to 
Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. You get all of our shows, all four, all four, all three right now, and all four a week from tomorrow, everybody. Green Legion Radio, Ice to Shorts, Winter Sports, Get Tagged Happy Hour, which is going to have a massive influx of popularity here Ah. real soon. And, of course, Baseball Brunch with Murph and Sack. All right, let's see. Who wants to take this first, Diaz or, or, or Sack? Who wants to go Probably Philly Diaz. or Sixers? Diaz, you want to go Sixers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll take the Sixers first. And I have a question for the group. I want you, want you guys' opinion on this with the trade deadline coming up on Thursday, March 25th. So um, by the time we have a next show, if a move is made, you know, maybe we'll have it by then. But it just keep since our last show, Embiid got hurt, a weird funky. He got he was up for slamming on a fool on a dunk, got hit in the air, landed all off. By the way, what do you what do you blame that on? Uh, I blame that on the guy that's stupid enough to get in the way of his dunk. Oh no, you blame that you blame that on the Wizards for have so many terrible players that it is. Uh, it was so easy for Joel to just come in and slam. That's right, and then they, they, they cut, go under, you know, like go under his legs, and he falls kind of awkwardly. Good news is it's nothing torn. At least that's what the Sixers say. You never know with that with uh, with their PR staff. But it looks like he's going to be out two to three weeks. I am going to say this: he'll be out three weeks because starting well now they are going to be uh, tonight uh, Saturday night they play the Kings, and then they're off for a two week uh, road trip. So there are so. Uh, Next Friday, they will be considered two weeks. Maybe he joins on the thing. But uh, Sixers have been playing well yeah, without without Ben Simmons, without Joel Embiid. Simmons came back. Um, they're 4-1 and one since um, with that, with those guys out. Um, we'll see about the Sacramento game tonight. Um, you know, uh, even Kyle, 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 text, Kyle, the troll gobbler, texted me <laughs> before the Bucks game uh, and was like actually somewhat positive uh, about the Sixers here. But they obviously they ran out of the gas uh, at the end of the Bucks game. But my question for you guys is this: If the Sixers make a move, uh, can't see that sign, but the Sixers make a move. Um, they only got a couple of pieces here. These are the pieces they have to move, and you're going to have to give up something. Uh, they got they have Shake Milton, they've got Matisse Thybul, they've got Tyrese Maxey, and they got a first round pick. So if you were going to, you we don't have to rank them, and but if you have to get rid of something of value to get, let's say Kyle Lowry, uh, which one of those? Didn't they already determine the most- Lowry's not going to get moved? That, that's what they that's what they say. But the <laughs> the Raptors have been on a free fall. They're like the seventh seed right now. They're in the play in tournament kind of thing. They're not competing this year. Maybe, maybe they do, but Kyle Lowry is a free agent after this season. He's not going to. They're not going to. Kyle Lowry would do for this team. Oh, he would. Oh, god, he would be great. He's exactly what they need. A guy that could play defense. A guy that could create his own shot. Can hit. Uh, 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 step up threes. Like he's you exactly what you need. That? You want to think about that for a second and get back <laughs> to us? Today, Junior. But listen, listen. He is exactly what you need. Now, if you have to give up Thibault to get him, I don't think they're gonna. I think that Maxi would probably do it. You probably have to do Danny Green, Tyrese Maxi, and maybe a first round pick. Um, it might be too expensive. We'll see what Maury has to think. But I just want to know from you guys, what do you think is like? What would you get? Actually, be Okay to get rid of, and what's the highest value of those four things? 
Yeah. I, I, I think I would probably get rid of Danny Green and, and Shake Milton because I, I love I, I love Matisse Thibault's defense because defense turns into offense and he's not that bad of a shooter and you're going to need that type of defense in the playoffs especially if everybody's not killing. So I think I think those two guys you can pretty much get get, get by with giving those two guys. Zach, what do you got? Well, from what I, listen, I I understand what you're trying to say, Tank. You know, I like Shake. Um, but another man's trash isn't another man's treasure in the NBA like Danny Green. If you're going to get something of value, you have to give up something of value. And if you're going to push all the chips in the middle of the table and you're going to go after Kyle Lowry, you have to include Tyrese Maxey along with draft picks in order to get him. Now, if you don't want to move all the chips in, into the center of the table there, I like the potential of Maxey. That's, that's the hard part for me. I don't want to trade him, but – if if you know the window is very slim and very short with Joel Embiid, and if this, if this is the time and this is the year and you're going to go for it, you have to include Tyrese Maxey in a deal. You just have to if that's the what, way it goes. Yes. What would happen, too, is with Maxey, uh, Toronto can develop everybody. They they're, they develop second-round picks and undrafted guys. You know if Maxey goes there, uh, he'll develop into a star. But sometimes – you got it, like you said. You got to give up something to get something, and uh, you say you know that Embiid has a short window. I think it's probably three to four years, including this year. Uh, Kyle Lowry would make them. I think that it would, it would make them the pick in the East. Uh, so is is it time to go? I'm willing to give up Maxi and a pick and Danny. Danny Green would have to be included just on salary. I I got to tell you right now, this is a very slippery slope. All right, because slippery Sam, slippery Sam. Yeah, that too. Well, <laughs> uh, you're going to wind up in a Jimmy Butler situation where you know you give up a lot of assets and, and, and potentials to bring in Jimmy Jimmy Butler, who was here for one year, cup of coffee, cup of coffee. All right, now with Joel playing the way he is, and assuming when he comes back from this injury that he will be the dominant force that he has been. I mean, are your young players no longer your young players? And do you make – I'm not done yet, Diaz. I'll get to you. Don't worry. You're next. All right. It, in, in my opinion, I said with Jimmy Butler that if you traded for him, you needed to re-sign him. Right? You gave up too much. And at that time, we're three bounces away from what I thought would be at least going to the finals with Jimmy Butler. That being said, Kyle Lowry now coming in, but this is two years later. This is two years later, and your young players are no longer young players. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, where I think Ben Simmons still hasn't topped out with his potential. I think this might be the time where you run with that pick. Now, the slippery slope is Kyle Lowry doesn't resign with us the following year. You know, you bring him in and, you know, he's just there for, for eye candy and, and, and this run. And if they don't make that hard and deep run, <laughs> DS, hard and deep. I know these are, these are <laughs> slippery Sam. Slippery Sam. <laughs> no, I was talking about you. But anyway, uh, personal opinion, not being the basketball aficionado that you guys are, I would still say at this point, if 
you have to give up the farm or the farm system to get Kyle Lowry in here, I think this is now your window. This, this is time where you go for it. I don't think it was two years ago. I think the Jimmy Butler uh, trade where it was really nice on paper and it looked pretty and, and you could tie a bow around it. You knew that Jimmy Butler was not going to be that player. Uh, he was not going to be the guy that stayed on board. We hoped he would be, but doesn't matter. But now you guys have the two young players that are, that are two years removed from that. I say go for it, man. I say go for it. I still don't think, I still don't think LeBron is that great. I, I don't, I don't know. You know, LeBron is great. LeBron he is, is great. He, he's great, but I think you can match up against a team like the Lakers with that three, and you need that three. Not to mention the fact that your fourth worst or your fourth best player on the team would now be Tobias Harris. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you could put a you could put a bowl of, of punch in there <laughs> as your fifth, and 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 probably still make it to the uh, the finals. Just saying. Yeah, even if you don't, even if you don't, we'll, we'll wrap this up here in a second. Here. No, Diaz, we'll 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 take the time off the next segment. Say okay, you- hey, more Sixers talk is good for me. Let's bring it back on the other side. You want to do that? Yeah. All right, let's do that. All right, you guys, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light. We are going to come back with more Sixers talk, whether or not they can get deep in, and would you give up the farm for Kyle Lowry? Would you give him up? Would you give it up for him? (laughs) (laughs) Would you give it up? I get it. You know I would. We'll be back right after this. Philadelphia, back for our final segment this Saturday afternoon. Again, we appreciate you guys joining us. Make sure you download the iHeartRadio app on your mobile device, and you can get all of our shows recorded and listen to them anytime. Green Legion Radio, Ice to Shorts Winter Sports, Get Tanked Happy Hour, and after a week from tomorrow, Baseball Brunch with Murph and Sack. Yes. Floor is yours, baby. Like I said, I say go get Kyle Lowry. Make the run right now. Yeah, we'll 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 wrap that the the trade prospects up and then and then talk about this upcoming schedule and flip it over to sack. So we uh, we need a sack attack on the show, especially what happened with the Flyers uh, the other night at, at Madison Square Garden. Um, I, I think you're right, and Quimby. You said a lot of things uh, previously. You know, wh- when they traded for Jimmy Butler and then went in all in with Harris. We kind of forget that they had one playoff year, and everyone's like, "Oh, that look, you try, you lose." Like there is a natural thing to growing. We're seeing it with Carter Hart right now. Um, he's only twenty-two. He's not all the way there yet. Uh, he's had one playoff series. Doesn't mean you give up and it's okay to lose and you don't try. But there should be some reasonable expectations. Right now, Joel Embiid is playing at an MVP lip level uh before he got hurt let's hope it continues and uh ben simmons is still considered young he's about 23 years old he's still got time to grow but yeah the time it's different striking with one playoff series and you go all in on on these guys without a whole lot of history versus going in now and tyrese maxey's awesome but he's 19 uh, he again the timelines what we talked about with zach Ertz. It, i hope he i hope I don't, he, I, don't know, I don't know if it's time to wait I don't know. Right. It's, it's, it's right. And Embiid, I don't know. We could say, like, you know, the, the sky's falling. He's going to get hurt next year and never play. I don't know. I'm saying he's got three years of this, three to four years at this level. Yeah, you trade in the Tyrese Maxey, who might develop into an all-star in three years, but he's not an all-star right now, and he's not helping you win a championship right now, and the Sixers and, are definitely contenders. 
and Joel will not be at the level that he is right now. That's right. When Maxi develops into that play. That's right. And maybe you pick up another guy. I agree with you. Go on. Let's look at the next the schedule for the next couple of weeks, though, uh, for, with Embiid real quick, and then we'll head it over to SAC. Tonight they play Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento played last night, Friday night. Uh, I think I forget who. Somebody. Uh, so they're on a back-to-back, which is good. But then tomorrow night, Sunday night, we go up to MSG to play the Knicks, who definitely have something to prove after the game we played before. We're on the back-to-back now, and they've had a couple nights rest. Then we go out to Golden State. They're going to have three nights rest. So um, <laughs> it's going to be a rough one. Uh, and be two weeks would be next Friday. And then they play the Clippers on Saturday after playing the Lakers. They play the Clippers on Saturday, then Denver. They're they're out for another week. I don't expect Joel Embiid to come back until what next Friday, next next Friday, two Fridays from now. So um, hey, hopefully they can hold down the fort. Uh, those eight games without him, if they can go four and four, that would be a, a big success. Um, but hey, it's the stretch run now. He's got to be healthy. There's a lot of back-to-backs left, uh, and we'll see. Ne- by the time we have next show, we'll we'll know if we got uh, Kyle Lowry or something else to help. Um, so let, let's wrap up the Sixers there. Sack, I got to hear from you. I check. Sixers were playing the Bucks the other night. I flipped over to the Flyers to see what was going on. It was nine nothing with like 18 minutes left in the third. I I was I was shocked, and I'm always the neg- negative guy. What is going on with that team? Yes, real fast, and I don't want to interrupt you, and I don't want to interrupt Sack. But one thing you also have to remember about this matchup against the Knicks, all right? If for whatever reason we're able to hold this one seed, all right, the Knicks are the eight seed, and you got to send a message right now, and it's that I'm not going to take your crap, all right? If in fact this is a potential first round matchup, just you you. Hey, put him down. Put him down. That's true. Yeah, and and, and before we hit sack, Ben Simmons uh, just tied Joel Embiid. They're both fourteen and zero in their careers versus the Knicks. I love it. The LOL Knicks and the stupid Knicks fans all over. Um, they're just as bad as Mets fans. Sack, you witnessed it. Now you you see how how idiot Knicks fans are. Yet had them before in your life, but uh, I don't know about Rangers fans. Have you seen a lot of Rangers fans dancing on the Flyers' grave since the other night? I saw some LOLs on uh, on Facebook and whatnot, but I love the fact that you uh, threw in another sexual innuendo there by hitting sack. Um, <laughs> but Quimby, uh, before I go ahead and I and I blow up on the Flyers tonight um, or this afternoon, I have a simple question for you. Now, just in just in case I don't have we don't have enough time to touch on anything Phillies because we we are running low on time here in our last segment. Do you want my selections for baseball predictions this year? Do you want them on next Saturday's show, or would you like me to save them to be revealed on my first show with Murph? Because me and Murph were going to do it that Sunday. But I, I'm all about us and our team here. And if you want my predictions for next week's show, please, you are the godfather. Enlighten me. Uh, I, I would prefer that you start off strong with your preseason show and you give your picks there. And also, considering we are running out of time here, and we'll see. Maybe we'll have content for next Saturday's show before, but I think you skip that, bro. Right give now, us, Give us the NLE standings. Give us just the NLE. Okay, do that and hit flyers, and let's get out of here. Well, No, I'm going to break down the NLE next week for our show. The yeah. flyers. The flyers. Yes. Okay. most All of you know 
here, okay, that we record on Thursday evening. So right now the Flyers are playing the New York Islanders. So I'm not sure what the result is going to be on Thursday evening as a follow-up to Wednesday night's atrocity, the St. Patrick's Day massacre that uh, that happened, that I was ashamed as a Flyers fan. In the words of Don McNabb, I was whoa, embarrassed. Whoa, 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 hold on. Slash, I need that as a drop, bro. <laughs> need that as a drop. I'll get it for you. Don't worry. I'm on that. In the words of Don McNabb, I'm embarrassed because number five and number six will not always love you in a Flyers uniform because Travis Sanheim and Philip Myers were both minus six. That's not minus six collectively, okay? That's my, that's not minus six individually. That's minus six you know, between the two of them, minus 12 overall. How pathetic is that? Twelve goals that they combined for on the ice the other night as a defensive pairing. And there was one that rang off the crossbar at the end of the first period. This team right now needs to get their heads out of their asses because these last couple weeks between the Penguins and the Capitals and that luckluster performance against the Rangers on Wednesday evening is not signs for good business here leading into the middle part of the season. We are falling far behind out of the playoff race, and we need to figure it the hell out, Flyers. Get your head out of your asses. A.V., Chuck Fletcher, you need to make a damn move for a veteran defenseman back there, and I need to see better goaltending out of Carter Hart. You need to show that you are the savior, damn it. You're 22 years old, and I am patient as hell, but I need you to find yourself and be the goaltender that we all know you can be and that we've seen you can be. Flyers, get your crap together. All right. Well, we got three minutes left, so I'm glad you saw that four minute warning. All right. We're going to leave it. We're going to leave it in your hands. Give us a clear water update. What do we, we got? A Zach Eflin, uh, uh, injury. What, what, what do we got? Talk. Yeah. Talk right now, uh, Zach Eflin and Spencer Howard are both dealing with back issues. Um, it, it, it shouldn't be the anything. Worst. The worst. And I didn't realize that until about seven months ago. Wow. The worst. Back pain. When you can't get out of bed to take a piss, bad things. Right. Bad things can happen. All kinds of stains. Stains. Yes, <laughs> you know about that. But anyway, Zach. Uh, yeah, so right now we're dealing with some issues between those two. Aaron Nola has been getting lit up all spring training, and I've already called him to the carpet, and I'm going to do it again in the first episode of Baseball Brunch with Murph because I know he's way more positive than I am. So I'm going to t- take him to task again on, on our first episode next week. Can uh, I tell also- you no, 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 no. Can I tell you what's going to be funny about baseball brunch with Murph and Sack? Sack is going to wind up being the bad guy. <laughs> Relish it, Sack. It's the best. It's awesome. <laughs> I've, I've already, best. I've, I've already told Slash I'm going to be the negative Nancy, and he's going to be the positive one all, all the time. But. Uh, and JT Earl Muto has been taking batting practice. He's been throwing from 120 feet. He had x-rays done on Thursday, but we haven't had results yet. Again, we're recording on Thursday, so I don't know what's happening when he's going to make his debut in Grapefruit, Grapefruit League action. And uh, Didi Gregorius got skimmed across the back of his head. He was checked for a concussion. And the center field job looks like it might be going to a double Herrera, and I yeah. am going to be pissed all the hell off if he is starting in center field for the Philadelphia Phillies. I will follow the Phillies because it's my job. I will not follow the Phillies for any pure enjoyment at all. And if you want to hear me be negative on baseball brunch, I will do so all season long until that scrub is either cut or traded. Mm-hmm. So, Odubel Herrera may not make it as a guest during our baseball brunch tailgates. Just saying, you know, 
Yeah, I'm going to make sure we have female presence during that game or during those those parties. Anyway, Sack, excellent, excellent report once again. Love the Sack attack. Diaz, great stuff on the NBA. You guys, I know we're sitting here chomping at the bit for more Eagles content. Hopefully, we will have something to talk about next yeah, week. Hopefully, hopefully they give us more than a damn press conference with Howie and the pullover and probably underwear on uh, than, than they've given us the past week or so. So, like Diaz, you would prefer a guy to go commando? Uh, the underwear would do the trick as well. That's pretty good. Are, are, wait, are, are they are they uh, boxer briefs? Are hey, they bikinis? So, uh, oh Put on some pants, man. <laughs> All right, you guys, I hope you – wait, I have a clip for this. There it is. Hey, while you were listening – Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained, everybody? Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, brought to you by Bud Light on behalf of myself, Hollis Tank Thomas, Michael Shut Up Diaz, Chris Sackmast, Sack Attack, Reggie, ooh and slash Kyle Nunnemaker and Super Sam Brady. We appreciate you spending your weekend with us. We'll be back again for Get Tanked on Tuesday. Ice to Shorts, Winter Sports next week. When is that taking place? Uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. So you'll get a double. You'll get a double header. You'll get Get Tanked on Tuesday, followed by Ice to Shorts. And again, one week from tomorrow starts an excellent show, Baseball Brunch with Greg Murphy and Chris Sack. On behalf of all of us, we appreciate you tuning in. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM Philadelphia. See you next week, everybody.